Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, the podcast that's dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times. And in today's episode, I have a special guest named Luke Higuchi, Higuchi-san. His actual Japanese name is revealed in this episode. This is like breaking news. And I had him on the show because, first of all, he's a trailblazer. He helped to pioneer an openness amongst Japanese men in high noon. They were a demographic that was really hard to break through. It was really hard to get older Japanese men, like dads, to our events. Wherever we went, we would see Japanese moms, but not Japanese dads. And Luke was the first. Not only was he the first to really openly attend an event, but also the first to give a testimony in front of a whole big audience, his own community nonetheless. And so in this episode, we get into what it's like to build sexual integrity later in life and also as a Japanese man. I think it's really, really important. If you especially have Japanese parents, a mom or a dad, view yourself as Japanese, or if you just want to understand and empathetically relate to people of a different culture, this is really important. We all see the world very differently based on our worldview, which stems largely from how we were raised, where we were raised. So get into it. It's a really great episode. He's a really cool guy. Very funny guy. Please enjoy my conversation with Higuchi-san. All right, everybody, we have a very special man here sent by God. And it was tough to get him on. He's a busy guy understand that this is a great honor for all of us because he's a slippery man to get a hold of. He's very busy taking care of a lot of people. His name is Higuchi-san or Luke Higuchi. You know what, Luke? I don't know your actual, what is your Japanese first name? My Japanese first name, nobody knows. Haruhisa. Haruhisa. Yes. I know a Hirohisa, it's different. There's Haruhisa and Hirohisa, two different. And so what does that mean? What does Haruhisa mean? That fine, beautiful, shiny day. Oh, For, forever. Forever. An eternal shiny day. Wow, that definitely works for you. I don't know if any of you, I'm sure many of you have seen this guy. He dances all over the place. He's always dancing with his suit, jacket, sleeves tucked into his biceps. He's really cool. Really cool guy. And yeah. so, welcome. First of all, welcome. Thank you for Hi. inviting me. And so we have a bit of a history. I've known you for probably at least 10 years, if not more. But in terms of High Noon, you've kind of been there since the beginning because you were there at the very first High Noon Summit. But you were not there as a participant. You were there as like a secret agent because you were work, working as a cameraman, right? Yes. That's starting a story of my story to how I met the High Noon. That's a nice 17, in the first high noon was happened in the Las Vegas, IPEC, Las Vegas. 2017? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I forget. So. so long ago. That was like a sneaky way, right, of God getting you there because if it was just an event, you probably wouldn't have shown up. No, right? no show up. Because of that, we had the Famicom. Famicom. No, oh, yeah, Famicom yeah, yeah. Famicom is like the Family Federation's leaders gathered together about like a big conference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. An annual conference. So <laughs> after that, I I was not church leader, but I was there because of it. I just say I was a media department cameraman. Yeah. And I was uh, there. So I didn't know high noon after the, right after the Famicom. Yeah. What happened. But I heard high noon is talking about pornograph. Maybe I had a feeling 
<laughs> I has to attend. If I attend, I had to quit watching pornography. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you say you want to lose weight, you have to stop eating ice cream. It's one that's of those right. things. Well, you know what? That's really funny because that was somebody's idea. I don't remember whose idea it was to have the High Noon Summit right after the leaders meeting because you had all of the leaders from around the nation in one place. And then we were like, if you just stay, we'll, you know, Uncle David and Aunt Mitzway, they were like, we'll pay for you to stay. Just stay and hear this. Trust me. And some people actually did, but we also met a lot of people because they saw us and they knew what we were about to do. We we're about to do this, you know, high noon summit. Yeah. Many leaders were just kind of looking at their watch and be like, oh, I, I, I got to go. And they were just like running away, trying to escape because similar is like, if I go to this thing, yeah. I might have to learn something or change my ways. Right. So we had many people. Oh, nice to see you. Sorry, I have to go. And they're just like really <laughs> running, running as fast as they could. Wow. In the opposite direction. So I think you, it sounds like you might have done the same thing, but yeah. somehow God pulled you by the ear and he said, no, no you must stay. Because you have to take video. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Up until that point, you had been watching porn. Yes. Okay. Not every time, not addiction, but sometime when I was lonely, sure. when I was lost, like uh, things to do, and for my, you know, comfort myself. That's kind of, I thought, I'm struggling also while watching. It's not enjoying, but, you know, I couldn't stop. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, of course. Try many times. We went to the champion. We did that, you know, many workshop. And that time, you know, oh, I can quit. I can quit, you know, try hard, you know, and up mm -hmm. and down, up and down. It's a life, you know. I almost gave up to, oh, this is a man's nature. Cannot stop. Yeah. Not only watching porn, you know, watching the women when they was, uh, go on the street, you know, beautiful sure. women, you know, sexy women come, you know, I, I watch. Oh, this is all men does, you know, uh, not only me, you know, that's always excuse myself. Sure. So, but still struggling, you know, mm -hmm. and then, but almost gave up. Can I ask, like, because we're a little bit from different generations, right? So back mm -hmm. in Japan, when you're growing up, I have very uh, strange understanding of Japan because it seems like Japan's very conservative, very family oriented. But then I also hear that there's just kind of like porn in dentist office, like on the table while you wait. I've heard from many people who are in Japan, there's just like naked, naked lady magazines, like in the lobby of a dentist or a doctor while you wait. So it's, it's kind of like a strange relationship with sexuality. So when were you exposed to yeah. pornography growing up in Japan? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I still remember first, I, I really saw not pornography, it's uh, like a manga, you know, Japan okay. famous in animation. So uh, exactly you know, when I was in middle school, you know, or like a sixth grade, friends brought uh, just a manga in you know, a story you know, for the Japan will be sink in the, in the sea, you know, <laughs> that's kind <laughs> of, uh, you know, last day of Japan, that, you know, title of book. But it's very not, not just normal book but one scene and yeah. there has a man women relationship because they they're going to die they know it's <laughs> the last day you know sure. they they have a you know sexual relationship it's one page i saw you know so shocked in there and starting to uh, getting interest about uh, those things you know my boys lower part is functioning you know and then starting to watching but that time we are very hard we are not internet of course very hard to see the sexy things you know 
But I remember, you know, when I go to have a time, you know, between appointment to appointment, you know, always go to the bookstore. If you like, go to bookstore, you know, there's such a little naked women's、uh, sure. magazine. Like a so, section, a section of it. Yeah,、them. section. We don't go there because shame, you know. Sure. But next go there, you know, and then watching like a little bit. Sometimes take and watch a little bit and then go away. Very, very. <laughs> That's such a blessing, but, right? That I, I was, when I was speaking with the rabbi, he was saying that, you know, 150 years ago, if you were going to do something kind of off sexually, something, you know, like a sexual sin, something like that, it would take you two or three days because you'd have to get on your horse, go into the town, you know, <laughs> you have to really plan it. <laughs> And even back then, when you were a kid, it's like you had to go through all these feelings of, Well, people are going to see me pick up this magazine,、mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's, there's a lot more accountability just because society made it that way.、Mm -hmm. But now, just with a phone, it's like, you know, anybody, anytime, anywhere, right? But back、yeah. when you were a kid, it's like you had to plan it and you had to look around. Is anybody looking at me? Can I, can I catch a glance at this magazine? So then, growing up, like in high school, was it, it was still just hard to access magazines and stuff? Yes, very,、okay. very hard. So it wasn't really an issue for you. You know, the Japan has a TV show showing little naked, the midnight show. Oh, okay.、Mm, this Japan has a law for like a restriction to about、uh, back that day, midnight show, like、uh, showing little bit naked women. It's,、uh, we, we are watching that those after the parents. Go to sleep. Bedroom, go to sleep. <laughs>、yeah. And then、uh, watching alone, that kind of things. you know. Japan is very like,、uh, loose about the、uh, pornograph in c o m p a r e with America. I, I surprised when came to America, very protecting the kids to not watch i n g pornograph for more used than time. <laughs> used to be. Used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, I mean, if you were already watching porn leading into the High Noon Summit, but you weren't really watching porn as a kid, then when did you start watching porn? As a grown, I guess, as an adult, you started. Of course, you know, joined church, you know,、uh, making all, all the, the life to change to stay in the church building. Of course, we don't watch, you know. Yeah.、And、a long time didn't watch. Yeah, that's a long time. It's spiritual protection, you know. We have. We、yeah. have. Safety yeah, but, in、yeah. numbers, right? Just、yeah. the fact that you're always around somebody, it's hard to.、Right. Yeah. So then when? When did you start watching? And when you started your family and you had kind of your own space? No, just starting family, you know. You know, they, I got the kidnapping and the confinement by my parents. Oh, whoa. Really? I got blessing and then comes out and escape from there. So you got very, blessed very, in. Did you get、yeah. blessed in Japan? In Korea. In Korea, but your parents、yeah. flew from Japan to Korea to kidnap you? No, when they come back to Japan,、oh, my、okay. parents are waiting for me to kidnap. That's a different story. You know, this, wow, is, wow. Uh, you know, this is Hainun. So yeah, yeah, you know,、yeah. I had an experience. <laughs> that, to be honest, too, after that, I, I was, came back to church, but I was very low spirit. you know? And then I was like,、uh, escaping from parents, and then you know, I couldn't go back to church. I had to spend time alone you know, somewhere in the, in the park. you know, Because of my ape, Of course, connecting church, t h e y connecting the guy taking care of me, but still have a time, you know. It's very low spirit, you know. It's a、um, uh, watch a、uh, magazine who did not long time didn't watch. That's、uh, I, I believe in starting again to watching that time, worst time. But you know, somehow we're changing. 
I know I shouldn't watch. So um, starting family, yes, and then went to champion, fundraising time. After that, you know, don't watch. You know, up and down, up and down. Up and down, sure. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of people. It just kind of happens when you're going through a difficult part of your life or when you're, especially if you're married, if you're fighting, you're right. It's like an escape from your emotions. I get it. And so this leads us up to high noon. You didn't want to go. You ended up going because you it was your job to go. And then now you're presented with, that was two and a half days of, you know, lectures and testimonies about pornography, about sexuality. And then what was your feeling? What was going on inside of Luke's son while you were hearing all this information? Was it That's like... Shocked. <laughs> That's all the uh, testimony. And then go up to everybody on the stage, talk about their own shame, you know, reveal their own experience. That was shocked. But it's very relief myself too, not only me. And then in the time I remember, we pray together, you know, repentance together. The all, you know, the leader, we work together, you know, Famicom, yeah, you know, we did. But all members crying and repenting, you know, that was so incredible. I felt all Satan went get out, you know, from that place. Mm. That's a holy experience, like a champion. Oh, yeah. Kinda. So you were shocked. But then you also were relieved. Mm -hmm. And then uh, was there at some point, like make a determination, like I'm going to yeah. do something about this? I knew if I go back to the church in a normal life, maybe two, three months is okay. But after that, I going to watch again because of I have another experience you know, after champion, after yeah. workshop, it stopped a couple months, but come back again. You know? sure. I knew it. Myself, oh, this is a, I cannot go back without accountability partner. So I really determined to ask one guy who is my close friend of the faith. The end of the day, very shameful heart, but I confess to him, can you be my accountability partner? He said yes. And then after was, that, was he shocked when you, when you told him all this stuff? Yeah, I think so. He's a very pure guy, very high spirit guy, you know. Yeah. He never done before, I think. He's very protected by protected uh, spiritual world, you know. Very high standard guy. So he has no such uh, struggling, but uh, he say yes and then. And then starting from uh, accountability partner every day, text him. He texts him. And then, yeah. So that's the uh, end of the high noon summit. Well, then after that, you know, you kind of, we, we spoke a little bit after the summit, but then we were going to have an event in New Jersey. I remember having a meeting with you and then we asked you, Hey, can you give a testimony? Cause that's, you lived in New Jersey at that time. And you said that you had this really strong feeling like we were going to ask you to do this <laughs> and you didn't yes. want to, but you did. Yes. So this is like, you know, you went from privately dealing with something, getting an accountability partner, working on yourself to becoming more public about it, right? Speaking mm -hmm. in front of other people. And so was that really difficult for you? Was there like an internal struggle to speak yes. about this publicly? Because we're talking about it on a podcast right now, right? Yes. So clearly you're public about it. But at that time, was it a real struggle? Yeah, that time it wasn't you know, kind of secret myself, you know, only knows my accountability partner, my struggling, you know, and then I was working at Cora, right? And media department. And the one sister in the family department, which is high noon uh, staff member, 
she asking me, hey, Luke, you, uh, we have a high noon summit in New Jersey. Can you help me? You know, oh, okay, why not? She knew I'm, I'm involving. And then I just,、uh, just help, you know, promote. And then, but I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Ah, God wants me to give a testimony. I knew it, you know. But she didn't ask until the last moment, right? <laughs> you guys asked me last moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that time, I already knew it. I see. You know, I had to do. You accepted only, your faith. Only other people cannot do, you know. Yeah, and I、yeah. was little by little, I'm struggling so much.、Uh, this is, should be or not before you ask us. But、uh, you, when you ask, you know, I was already determined to be public. Because of New Jersey, I'm a dancer, you know, kind of little famous in our community. It's、uh, 200, 300 people, including many youth who follow me you know, for dance practice. I really struggled to、yeah. be public, yes. Well, I want to talk about that a bit. I want to talk about the event after, but I want, to, I want to go into this a bit because you to us represented so much hope. Because up until that point, there was no give and take with Japanese men, especially. Sometimes when we would do Korean tours, we'd get Japanese wives. No Korean husbands would show up to these events, but it, maybe it would be like 60 women and then one or two men in the back looking at their phones, but all the wives would be there. But never any Japanese men. And there's a real. Since I was starting to feel like, man, this is, we're never going to get any support from Japanese men because there's such a strong culture of shame about speaking about such things. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about why is it particularly difficult for culturally speaking Japanese people to talk about shameful topics? Why do you think that is? That Japanese culture, yeah, very shame talk about the sexuality. Why, why is that? Why? History. <laughs> what about history? So, what I understand about, you know, for thousands of years, men in Japan had a wife, and the wife was there to make children, and then they had a concubine or like a, you know, like a mistress. Is that typically true, or was that only like wealthy people, or was that pretty common? <laughs> I don't know. The wealthy people can buy easy to buy the women. In Japan, is not like a, many sexual industry is weird. It's、different、weird. way. I'm very worried about now is more industry is developing different way. So that's a weird culture. Maybe pornograph,、uh, porno video in Japan is most famous in Asia. You know, China, Korea is very big fan of Japanese adult video. We say adult video. Sure, sure, sure. So this is a Japanese culture. Many women showing their beauty when they are young. It's not shame, you know, for women to be porn star. I see. It's not, it's not a shameful thing. No shame anymore. They became culture to beautiful women, easy to become porn star, which is not in China, not in Korea. Therefore, Asia is the same place, you know, and it's Japanese women more, more pretty for them. And we mean porn star. It's pretty porn star is a lot in Japan, you know. I see. So that's why there's many adult video booming in all Asia now.、Very、okay.、Good. Well, this is the strange thing, right? Because, like I said, there's kind of sex everywhere in Japan, you know, like there's, from what I understand, it's pretty accessible and there's a lot of nudity in kind of common areas.、Mm -hmm. So it's exposed and you can be exposed to it, but it's not talked about. Right? Because it's shameful. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of like, why, why is it so difficult when we have events? We can get African men, we can get American men, European men show up. 
Sometimes Korean men, not so often, but everywhere we go, very seldom do we ever see a Japanese man. Why is it so difficult for Japanese men to talk about their problems, to be open about their problems in terms of sex, sex problems? And I'm, I guess I'm asking you, so we can go back to New Jersey. You were asked to do this and you felt like God was asking you, but then I'm sure you also felt like, I, this is going to be so hard, right? You said worried about what your community is going to think about you, what the young people are going to think about you. So why, why do you think it was hard for you to kind of be honest in front of your community of people? I'm trying to get to the heart of the struggle. What is, what is this struggle, really? Heart of the struggle, yes, yeah. you know. Still struggling, you know. I'm like uh, worried about what people think about me, you know. Okay. It's very horizontal relationship is much stronger than vertical perspective. Japan has very care about uh, what neighbor think, not like uh, individualism. You know, Japan want getting more teamwork, right? Work together. Yeah. America independent, you know, whatever, anybody think, whatever uh, think <laughs> about me, you know, I do my way. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of individualism. And in America has, but you know, it's good way and bad way. Japan has teamwork, always think about the neighbor, think about the next door, compare with next door. That culture became more stronger, be shameful, showing shame on me. That's one of the reasons I think, not only the pornograph, you know, anything don't want to show on shame, shameful things. Well, from what I understand, it's the honor of your family is really important. So you would, it's really bad to bring dishonor to your family. Is that correct? In Japan, I mean, like if you made a big public mistake, it's better to kill yourself to, than to dishonor your family kind of thing. Like this pressure to not make your family look bad is pretty intense from what I understand, culturally speaking, in Japan. Because honor is very high in terms of value. Honor is very high, mm -hmm. whereas honesty is not so high. Where in, in America, honesty is more valued, but we have no honor. We, have, we, we will disrespect their parents very easily in this country because there's you know, no vertical honor system. Whereas in Japan, it sounds like, from my understanding, that honor is so important that you'd rather cover up any mistakes rather than dishonor your parents, rather than confess and work through it and deal with it. You're right. People really has a care about the images, own images, and then title, you know, position and authority as a father. This very care about that. So don't show, father don't show them my weakness to children, you know, my oh, weakness okay. to wife. So this is always uh, having the strong, good man has to be good images of mine to others. I see. Keep secret <laughs> for that. But how did you overcome this? Because that's part of your cultural heritage, what, how you grew up. But then you moved to America, and so you were both. You're Japanese because you grew up in Japan, but then you're also American because you spent a lot of time there. So how did you find the courage to actually overcome not trying to look perfect in front of your community? Yeah, I have uh, my self-confidence very strong, one, one way. And then I grew up in Osaka. Osaka has a little less proud. <laughs> well, Osaka is culture is making the people laugh in, you know, with my mistake, show my, my stupidness to talk about very openly Okay. to making people laugh. So that's less, less proud than okay. any other area than Tokyo people. Osaka is more like laugh, you know, uh, more, more easygoing and more open. 
Okay. So that's culture I have. And then at the same time, I have my own self-confidence is very, very good. No matter how I show my weakness, my shameness, but I still have people. I have still confidence, you know, people, people love me, you know. That's great. The other way. So then very helpful to me to show my shameful part of、uh, mine, but I have still confidence to keep myself up. Okay. And so, you know, you did it. You gave your testimony. And after that, you had a meeting, right? You had a meeting、yeah. with Japanese men. So that's leadership, right? You, you led by example. You showed them who you are. You revealed your true nature. And then you had a meeting right after during the same event with a group of other Japanese men. And what was their response? Did they say, how dare you? You know, or did they, did they, did they, <laughs> they open up? They are very, very appreciated, very grateful to,、uh, you know, those five Japanese men, brave member who know each other very well、uh-huh. from,、uh, you know, long time in the New Jersey, you know, Japanese community. They came very grateful and they would、uh, reveal their own shame, you know, in, the, in front of everybody too. So very grateful. I really thank you, you know, those people. Still, they are. Team, you know, more close friend, not close brother, much more than you know, brother. We really became family、uh, yeah. people. We are all kind of little old member, but we are not eventually stopping to watch pornograph because of the, this accountability, you know, ascend the group. But、yeah. we, are, we are really go develop build the intimacy between the wife. Yeah, that's great. Relationship. So between the children. So we are growing and developing our heart through. This high noon program, people really think you know, high noon is a stop pornograph. It's not, you know, this is the beginning of、yeah. a stop in program.、Yeah. We have a lots of a、uh, great experience through this high noon program. Everyone getting better relationship with the wife, better relationship with child, children. So, self dependence, so much connect with God and through parents. And I, we really feel differences, spiritual growth. Is much faster than before. So, you, what you're saying is you've been meeting up with them ever since, and just by regularly checking up on each other and caring about each other, you've naturally they've let go of porn and they've started to get better at learning about their wife and investing in their marriage and loving, experiencing more love. And so, from that group, too. You know, that was the first Japanese men's group. And then now it's expanded, right? Then at some point, Sammy and Benji's dad, Momaru san, joined. And then how, how has this evolved? Because it started with you. You were the first. You were the pioneer.、Yes. You were the George Washington of Japanese men in high noon. <laughs> <laughs> and now、yeah. you have a colony. Now there's a whole colony of people. So what's going on in the Japanese realm of high noon? Yes, after that, Suna, Mamoru san was there, I think, you know. Oh,、there. yeah, he was at that event. He drove from North Carolina. Yeah, and、uh, yeah. he wasn't in the group, I think, you know, I mean, the breakout session, but he eventually joined us. And he's like a more specialist. He's focusing to study about the sexual integrity, you know, high noon program because of he is the Benji,、uh, Sami's father. Yeah. You know, the,、mm. we are my families. Family business. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> <Yeah> . So they are really get into. And then after that, we had the group of five and become six. And then we expanding now. We believe or not, we became five group in Japanese, five group. So Mamoru san, all taken care of now. Wow. After I became pastor in Atlanta, Georgia, and the district pastor, I have no time. 
sorry, I, I little step back. Mamoru-san all controlling, you know, all the giving lecturing almost every day, right? Five group, five nice. days a week. He, he been doing, you know, and they all the, not only America, from Japanese, from China, Japanese oh. from Korea, Japanese oh. from Japan, now expanding. And then they have a mouse to mouse. They bring them friends and then now expanding. Yeah, breakthrough. Japanese living in Japan. It's yeah. so hard. It took uh, one year. We starting webinar in Japanese uh, last year. Mm -hmm. And then after one year, breakthrough. Many Japanese people started from, from Japan. From Japan. That's awesome. So you've been doing monthly webinars, inviting word of mouth, like you said, friends, inviting friends. And it took a year to break through mm -hmm. to get to the people in actual Japan. That's right. Wow. Yeah. It's a tough cookie, tough nut to crack, as they say. And so I wanted to thank you for that. And I wanted to last topic I wanted to get into is like, I know that now that you are a pastor and you're reaching out to all sorts of clergy that you've also been talking to them about high noon stuff, about yes. sexual integrity and all that. How does that impact your relationship with these pastors? Does, do, they, do they run away from you and, uh, and they're scared or does it deepen your relationship with them? Not now, just started. Because I'm here at Atlanta, Georgia, it's Bible Belt. It's <laughs> all the old churches in the, around the neighbors a lot. Sure. And then, you know, this is a black community. And then, you know, we once we met the black churches, the pastors, very kind of Christian, charismatic leaders, and mega church, many different kind of a church which worship God. They know about Bible, about Jesus, much more than me, of course. And I was so struggling, you know, why I'm here in Atlanta, I can, how I can engage with them, how I can to be interact equally, you know? Sure, sure. That's very tough, okay, <laughs> you know? Uh -huh. Reason I have become braver, bravely can communicate with them. I have high noon educations. I have confidence besides like uh, about, talk about theology, talk about, you know, Jesus and Bible, they are, they are literally remember all quotes those people are how i can do deal with them you know so i have confidence to them to educate high new stuff them they them to educate young kids struggling this is the final weapon god's brought through messiah second coming of messiah to reveal chapter two human four then we unification is practicing this high noon with a shadow this is the solution for make world peace not only world peace heaven no earth mm. to restore the family without high noon no matter how much blessed couple whole world but still blessed couple still you know struggling and masturbate doesn't work you know doesn't sure. make sense so this is a solution high noon <laughs> it's a big deal people don't know how much this powerful weapon to defeat the satanic world you know is controlling man's sexual desire? This is it. Can you imagine? Right? You know, I know, but yeah. people don't know. Yeah, yeah. How important this high noon program? Well, it looked like somebody just stuck a quarter in you and you just illuminated. You just <laughs> turned on. I mean, we had our first ACLC event in Washington, D.C. And it was a small gathering, but it was amazing how when you have something of value to offer, it brings you closer together. You're not fighting over ideas or this or that. It's like, we can help you. And of course, if they're humble enough to receive help, 
And not everybody is. Some people are like, I don't need your help. I'm fine, right? But for those who are humble enough to admit, yeah, we're struggling in this area too. My ministry is struggling. My people are struggling. It's a great gift to offer somebody. I can help you to alleviate this pain and suffering that you guys are experiencing. So yeah, for anybody listening, a lot of people are confused about this point. They think, do we invest in providence and go witness to people or do we work on ourselves and like high noon it's like you can't do one without the other they're both connected and you cannot offer somebody salvation or freedom theoretically or theologically without them actually being substantially free from these habits that are crushing their soul and their mind and their relationships Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's a great point i appreciate it do you have any anything last that you want to say? Anything that you want everybody to know that you think is so important? Yes, if, if a me- this is the most of member watching, you know, uh, I really uh, want to let them know the please challenging to uh, high noon ascend program. Your life will be changed and spiritually changed. It's very great experience. Without uh, watching pornography, you know, they stopped in the habit. You became more like a spiritual growth, getting much more confidence to other people to pray for God, to parents more directly without crowd, straight go to the uh, spiritual connections to ancestors, Holy Spirit, you know. It's very grateful. I, I'm really great, you know, without, uh, without uh, high noon, I cannot do pasta. Past, all pastors need high noon, of course. And so all congregation need it too. You know. Education is, we have great, bright future with high noon. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Yeah, thank you. I think yeah. it's so nice to hear other people say it because we, we say it, but that's of course because we're high noon, right? But yeah, it's your great testimony to the power of how much better you are as a leader when you take care of yourself and when you build sexual integrity because you're not distracted by all this other stuff. You can really just let God work through you. There's no filters. So yeah, you're a great man. You're a great dancer and you're a great man of sexual integrity. And it's, I appreciate you. I know you had a very busy schedule. So how can people reach you? If they want to reach you, do you want them to reach you? Or are you too busy to answer emails? Oh, reach me, you know, uh, especially if you have any Japanese father, you know, Japanese um, members to connect with me, you know, I really appreciate to promote a Japanese Hainu movement. So it's uh, making us busy is okay. You know, this is a, <laughs> this is a mission. Yeah. Given mission. That's so I guess I'll just get you, uh, your email and then we, if you guys want to contact Luxan, yeah, like you said, if you are yourself Japanese or if you have Japanese parents and you think that they could have this conversation, then please connect them because He's a great man to connect to. He's on fire. You give He's me the, uh, this is a, uh, you talk, I have to talk my email with John. Yeah, we'll put put it in the show notes. We'll figure out, you can tell me after which, which email to include and I'll include that. And then you guys can just reach out to him. And he's giving you permission, so don't feel bad. So thank you, Luke. Thank Appreciate you. It. Appreciate thank you, Andrew. Love. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, buddy. Hello, everybody. Andrew Love here for one last announcement, and that is I encourage you to join our newsletter. We don't spam people. We give you the goods. We give you good quality information once a week in your email. And so we send out newsletters probably Saturdays mid-morning on average, and these are filled with blogs, the latest content, Everything you need to know in order to get through your week with high noon light. So let us light up your inbox. Join our newsletter by going to highnoon.org. 
It's all right there. It's super easy. We won't spam you. We just want to let you stay connected to this High Noon Providence. So go to highnoon.org and sign up for our newsletter.